0: This is LifeSpring number 49. Hi, this is Michael Francis. I'm sitting here with Steve Webb of the LifeSpring podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello there and welcome. Welcome to LifeSpring. I'm Steve Webb and I'm your host. Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give Him will become in Him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Remember, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? Life spring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. What will you find here? As usual, you'll find music, You'll find conversation and reasons to believe. Some of you have, some of you, have asked me about the numbering of the podcast. I seem to have skipped from Lifespring number 37 to 47 a couple of shows ago. I did that because I included all the Harvest podcasts that I did in July. I did a bunch of them, and I figured that even though they weren't called Lifespring, those podcasts, the Harvest podcasts that I hosted in July, should be counted since they were included on this Lifespring feed. So there you go. That's why the number jumped. I, I'm not cheating. I really did do that many. Hey, we had some really good news this past week. Uh, the podcast was included on Adam Curry's Podfinder show on the iTunes Music Store. Woohoo! So if you're new to this uh, humble little podcast, because you heard that show, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And if you haven't heard the Podfinder show, it's number, uh, it's Podfinder show number six. Now uh, you'll need iTunes to hear it. And you'll need to subscribe to the show. If you don't know how, I'll have simple instructions on the Lifespring show notes page. Where's that? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's at LifespringPodcast.com. Go there and just click on the link that says right in the middle of the page there. Click here for show notes. Easy. Couldn't be easier. And to get in touch with me, you can email a text message or an audio message to steve.lifespring at gmail.com or you can phone a message to me at 206-600-LIFE piece of cake easy as pie and for those of you that heard last week's show uh, that uh, at the very end of the show was a comment that was emailed to me at the gmail um, address by Tim Mead, a long-time listener and a good friend of the podcast. He's, he's put some really nice comments about the LifeSpring podcast on uh, some of the different podcast directories. And uh, Tim, I appreciate that, brother. I really do. Uh, very nice things you have to say, and uh, I really appreciate your prayers. If you want to be a part of my mailing list, just email me there at steve.lifespring at gmail.com and ask me to add you. That's all you have to do. I promise I'll never spam you, and uh, what I do is I send out a newsletter once a month. That's all I do. Uh, oh, and I won't sell your email address either. Your email is uh, just uh, just for the just for the Lifespring Podcast newsletter. about well, like I say, once a month I send it out. Just kind of let you know kind of what's going on, maybe what to anticipate in the coming you know days, weeks, and months. Uh, you get a little bit of the inside scoop before the. Uh, listeners to the podcast uh, get it. Kind of let you know what I'm seeing out there in the future for for what we're doing. All right, well, let's get to it. Let's get to the show today. You know, I have three sons, three of them, three, my three sons. Da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. You know, uh, if you're old like me, you know what I'm doing. If you don't, you're just listening to that and you're going, what is that guy talking about? Well, Ask your mom. (laughs) Anyway, Matthew, my oldest, is 23. He'll be 23, actually, this September, uh, just in a few more days. Middle son, Stephen, is 13, going on, oh, about 40. And uh, my youngest is Tim. Music, oh, by the way, Tim is 11. Music is a big part of their lives. One thing I've noticed about the lyrics of much of today's music is kind of the darkness or the despair in a lot of what's out there. I mean, it's depressing to listen to some of that stuff. Now, I try and keep at least my younger boys away from some of that, but uh, golly, you know, they'll say, hey, Dad, is it okay if we listen to this? And I say, well, let me read the lyrics because I I can't hear the lyrics. Uh, I sound like an old man. I'm sorry. I guess I'll just get in my wheelchair when I'm done here. But anyway, I, I, I read the lyric sheet or I go online and I read the lyrics and golly, you know, a lot of them are about death and suicide and just dark and depressing lyrics and you know i what i want to do is i want to bring you music here that is consistent with the message of hope love and good news so when i'm looking around at at, uh, websites like garageband.com and things like that um I, i i'm looking for good uplifting positive music most of the time it's hard to find any music with a message of hope But you know what? There is hope. Now, I did find a song today that can act as kind of a springboard for our conversation. Uh, Listen to this song from the band Electrolyte. And they're from London. That's electrolyte. I found them at GarageBand.com. You know, there's bad things on the news all the time, man, 24/7. You got CNN, you got Fox News, and other news stations or news uh, channels that, well, they've got to fill their airtime with something. You know, there's hurricanes. There's, oh, by the way, let me talk about Katrina for just a second. Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina. It's a bad one, and uh, I, my prayers actually, uh, really, are, are with all those people that are suffering the uh, results in the the um, just the calamity that is this hurricane and uh, I'm, I'm praying for you people okay and I uh, just uh, kind of remind my uh, my listeners please uh, please pray for those guys anyway um, back to the news you know you got hurricanes you got terrorists murderers scandals crooked politicians rising energy costs a changing environment And on and on and yada 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 and ad infinitum. It's enough to make a person just want to, well, what? No wonder today's music is so dark. It's just reflecting what seems to be happening all around us. But there is hope. Now, contrast the hopelessness of the news and the culture with a very popular phrase that I hear more and more every day. What's that phrase? It's all good. How many times have you heard that today? It's all good. What is that? Why has that phrase become so popular? Is it just whistling in the dark, hoping that if we don't look at the problems, they'll not affect us? It's all good. Really? Think about it. Hurricanes? Terrorists? Rapists? Murderers? What good? It's all good. Maybe it's a culture hoping there is hope. Next time somebody says to you, It's all good. Ask them what they mean by that. I'll bet you that the average person won't be able to give you a well-thought-out response. It's all good. Hey, there is hope. And that hope can be found in Jesus. When a believer uses the phrase, it's all good, there is meaning to the phrase. In the New Testament, there's a verse that says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. By the way, that's in Romans 8, verse 28. So let me read it again. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, Who have been called according to his purpose. So if I love God, and if I have been called according to his purpose, God is going to use all things that come into my life for good. Well, fine. Well, what does that mean? Well, there's an extremely deep answer there that would take more time than I have on this podcast to discuss, but To boil it all down to the simplest terms, let me go to another statement that Jesus made about what it looks like to love God, okay? Because it said, God works for the good of those that love him, okay? So what does that mean to, to love God? What does that look like? Jesus made it very simple. He said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Well, stay with me, okay? Stay with me. Another time, someone asked Jesus, well, what is the most important commandment? Jesus replied Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind This is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it Love your neighbor as yourself All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments well, That's what Jesus said It's all good Where's the good? In loving God and loving my fellow man. All within the framework of having a relationship with Jesus. You see, once I'm in that relationship with Jesus, the Bible says that I am adopted into the family of God and that I have all the inheritance rights of a son. And as a son, God wants only good for me. He wants to accomplish his purpose in me. There is hope, and rest assured, God will always accomplish his purpose, so this hope is well placed. Remember what Jesus said the two greatest commandments are? To love God and to love my fellow man. So, there is the good, and as a bonus, my purpose, to love. Listen to this song.
1: Who chase the darkness of despair? But I long to see the colors, the reflections of your life, and the brilliant.
0: Uh, Darren Pearson and you can find his music at IndieHeaven.com and of course I'll have a link to that on the show notes page as well he said I will love the way you love me He's, that's a prayer to God how does, how does God love me how did Jesus love me he was giving he was sacrificing that's how I need to love I need to be giving to people. I need to sacrifice. I need to lose myself in serving others. That's what it is to be a follower of Christ. That's what it is to be a Christian. That's what it is to be a believer. When Nicodemus came to Jesus and he said, what must I do to be saved? Jesus didn't say, well, attend to, uh, attend church every Sunday or dress a certain way. He didn't say, cut your hair. He didn't say, change your habits. He said, you must be born again. Nicodemus said, can I go back into my mother's womb? Jesus said, no, that's not what I'm saying. He says that the first birth is a natural birth. The second birth is a spiritual birth. You need to become a new creature. How do you do that? It's a spiritual birth. You need to come to the Lord. You need to come to Jesus and say, make me a new creature. I come to you now, Jesus. I confess to you my sins. I turn from my sins now. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me. I know, Lord, that you died on the cross for me. You paid, the, you paid a price. You gave. You loved me with everything that you had. And I accept that gift. And I thank you for it. Make me new creature, Lord. In Jesus' name. You do that, my friend. And there is hope. And at that point, you can say, it's all good. It's all good. Hey, here's some information you can't live without. But you might like to. Uh, you know, speaking of hurricanes, and I don't want to make light at all, but I've got some facts here for you, and then some other fun things as well. There are only six lists of hurricane names used in rotation, so hurricanes have the same name every six years. Also, the list for each year includes one hurricane name for each letter of the alphabet, except Q, U, X, Y, and Z. So every year, the first hurricane of the year starts with A, And then the next one will be B, etc. Okay? Now, if a hurricane is particularly devastating or costly, like Katrina looks like it's going to be, the name can be retired. Atlantic storms have French, English, or Spanish names because those are the languages spoken where the hurricane activity usually is. All right? There's some facts about hurricanes you probably didn't know. Here's some other fun things. Racehorses don't run any faster than ostriches. Now, I didn't know that. I live in Riverside, California, and not far from here is Palm Springs. And then a little bit past Palm Springs is a little town called Indio. And every year in Indio, they have uh, what they call the date festival. And at the date festival, it's kind of like a county fair type thing. At the date festival every year, they have ostrich races, And you can go see those. But even though they have those ostrich races so close to me, I did not know that they did not run any faster, or that racehorses did not run any faster than ostriches. Did you know that you get more vitamin C from strawberries than you do from oranges? Ah, that one I knew. It's because I love strawberries. The highest altitude for a bird a Rupel's vulture. I probably pronounced that wrong. Rupel, Ruppel, Rupel. Anyway, one of them birds. hit a plane over Africa at, check this, at 37,000 feet. Whoa, that vulture was high. There are 5 million more women than men in America. The U.S. is 49.1% male and 50.9% female. At any given moment, there are 61,000 people airborne over the United States. I hope that they're in airplanes. On his way home from Harvard one day, Robert Todd Lincoln, the son of President Abraham Lincoln, fell off the platform while waiting for his train. He was saved from possible death by Edwin Booth, the actor and the brother of John Wilkes Booth, the man who, only a few weeks later, assassinated President Lincoln. Here's a fun one. According to the United States Transportation Security Administration, in 2003, passengers left $303,970 in loose change at airport metal detectors. (laughs) The U.S. Treasury Department appropriates the money and returns it to circulation. And you thought that there was nothing good that happened at those security checkpoints. Well, see, the government is collecting money. The normal static electricity shock that zaps your finger when you touch a doorknob in the wintertime is usually between 10,000 and and 30,000 volts. Wow, no wonder it bites. Well, remember, you are not going to want to miss next week's show. I had a fun interview a couple of weeks ago with one of the funniest guys you're ever going to want to meet. It was a real fun time. It was a treat. And I think you're going to enjoy listening in on that conversation. And remember, that's on next week's Life Spring podcast. Stay subscribed. And speaking of subscribing, the easy way to do it is through the iTunes uh, podcast uh, store, through the iTunes music store. The latest uh, edition of iTunes uh, has all that functionality. It's kind of a neat thing. And, of course, that's where you can also listen to the Pod Finder podcast that adam curry did and talked about the life spring podcast that was kind of fun uh, remember go to uh, life podcast.com for the show notes page just click on show notes on the show notes link and you get links to the music that i played and things like that and uh, that'll be a good thing to do remember you can get in touch with me at Lifespring steve.life spring at gmail.com email me there with text or audio whatever you like Also remember that uh, this is uh, almost the beginning of a new month. Remember, um, September 1st, you can go over to Podcast Alley and cast a vote for the Lifespring podcast. It really helps us to to maintain our visibility, which helps us to get the word out, capital W. Appreciate that. If you like this show, it's kind of like giving me a shake shake of the hand or a pat on the back, and I appreciate when you do that. Now, remember, Lifespring is where we want to tell you about how being a follower of Christ can make a difference in your life today. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? LifeSpring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. Remember, be here next week when we have that fun interview. And remember also that I am your host, Steve Webb, and I'll see you next time. The best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight.